It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great meeting at Pinjarra tomorrow afternoon. It is Magic Millions Day there. One of my favorite days in racing in the West. And Riley Morgan is has been in sensational form for us here on Giddy Up, and he joins us now. G'day, Riley. G'day, Gareth. How are you? I am well. What are we expecting there tomorrow afternoon in the West with the track conditions? Uh, I think it'll play relatively fairly. The the track historically, going back and looking at a couple of the the last couple of years when they have raced at the Pinjarra Magic Millions, they usually stay off that true pad, which is where the rail is. Uh, tomorrow for the sort of month leading up to, to the race day, their biggest race day of the season. So yeah, really looking forward to it. And I think historically we should be on a pretty a pretty fair deck. It has been relatively difficult for horses off speed to make ground at Pinjarra this season, but yeah. I think it might be a little bit more fairer than what we've been accustomed to over the past few meetings. Simon Miller's the king of the kits. He's got a filly by Churchill in the famous Coolmore colours. Is the odds on favourite with bet three six five at a dollar ninety five. Her name is Golden Vale in the two year old classic. Do you expect her to win on Saturday afternoon? Yeah, she does look the one, Garrison. I think it'll just come down to if Holly Watson can sort of navigate a path for her from that potentially tricky little barrier in barrier 11 without being posted deep. But I I tried to to see, look around to see if I could get anything to beat her and and take her on at that price. But I was just clutching at straws, Garrison. The only horse in the race that's currently over my price to beat her is is what she got at $34. So I think I'm just sort of reaching a little bit there. She's been the benchmark and I likely don't see her get to my bet price Bet price, Gareth, around that sort of 250, 260, currently around that even money mark at the moment. But yeah, I just struggled just to be, to sort of find anything to, to beat her in that race. So tomorrow, I think she does look the one. All right, Storm Chaser, can we multi Storm Chaser up with that filly there with the two features there on Magic Millions Day? Oh, I don't know. I just can't get him as short as he is, Gareth. Yes. The, the the price at the moment. He, he went into that breeder's last start off a month off between runs from a very impressive. Saturday victory and it was one of those races where to the eye it looked as though they were going harder than they were and but they, when you go back and look at the data they actually only rolled along at moderate fractions and he got clear in ample time and, and perhaps that month off just felt the pinch a little bit late I don't think it was the, the dynamic storm chaser we saw the start prior. So at best, at Pinjarra landing leaders back from barrier one, he can be a little bit slow away, a stride or two slow away at times as well. So it wouldn't surprise me if he is three back defence. So it's not a great place to be at Pinjarra. It can be a real yes. coffin if you get locked away there back on the fence. So I just can't get him as short as he is currently. I think he still deserves favouritism in the race. But I'd rather back Simon Miller's horse shooting spirit each way and around that $8 mark, who, who's a very lightly raced gelding. And his win had to be seen to be believed on debut. He ran down a pretty sharp one there as well, who's since won three races in a class three most recently. And most horses 
don't do that progressing from a maiden win to a class three win in their in their initial racing campaign. So clearly a, a sharp horse he got to there in his maiden and he trialed previously to that like a like a really nice horse and he had clear excuses last start stepping straight up into a listed race at his second trip to the races. So I think with that very soft trial recently, without blinkers, gets them on for the first time here. That's an absolute Simon Miller special. Likely settles alongside the favourite, which could be a very nice spot for Chris Parnham to be in. I think all the signs point to point towards this horse, this bloke being a real nice horse. And I'd rather be with him and specking him at that each way price than taking the, the real shorts about Storm Chaser. All right then, mate. What about um, your other best bets outside of those features? Yeah, I think it could be a, a real big day for the Simon Miller camp. I think they they take a really powerful team down there to Pinjarra. My best bet comes up on race in race four in the program, race four number three, Pachula, who was the the winner of that Breeders Classic um, that Storm Chaser comes through at Bunbury, off a seven week fresh and last start. She was just far too good for her opposition there, and and it was a, a really big victory. And while she carries four kilos extra here, Gareth, she ran over the top of Storm Chaser, gets back into a ratings race here from a listed three year old race with a, a winnable weight and. We know the turn of foot off the back of her last start win that she has in her arsenal. There isn't a great deal of tempo in the race, which actually should suit her, I think. If she gets the right track into it, I expect it to be very hard to hold out again up to the 1,300 metres and thought she looked one of the better bets on the program. I ideally wanted to chop out on the, the other stable mate in the race, Val Cicino, who's going very well as well, but has been the subject of some good market support in early markets as well, which is interesting. So we might see a little bit of a drift late and we can potentially chop out, but number race four, number three, Pachula is the best bet for me on the yes. program, Gareth. And a, a couple of other races as well. Race five, I'm happy to back a couple here down the straight. Race five, number three, Sunny Honey. David Harrison's horses absolutely fly down that straight five. And I've always had plenty of time for this horse who should be suited to high pressure. 1,000 metre racing down the straight. And number 10, Madam Kisses as well. She's uh, She's got a terrific straight track record. And you could argue that from four starts, three wins, then the time she did get beat down the straight, she was just about a good thing beaten. So she should arguably be four from four down the straight five at in Jarrah Gareth and I think the horses that have proven to handle the straight is invaluable and I loved her return first up the way she closed off in a slowly run race and should certainly get the speed on to suit in that race so race five number three Sunny Honey and number 10 Madam Kisses as well and if we have a little, just a, a little bit more time to touch on the last yeah. race I'm happy to back one each way in the last as well in Bandolera Bow the, the, the Fred Kersley team has hit a little bit of form over the past couple of weeks. And, and this horse, I just really like the setup for him. He, he comes through some strong form. It's a race that really lacks speed. I think Troy Turner should be able to work across into a very prominent position. And a couple of the other runners at the head of this market who are perhaps a query at running at a mile or, or are taking on the mile for the first time. This horse is back to the mile from a strong run, 1,800 metres. Maps to land in the box seat, I think. And I think he'll run a, a super race for you at a genuine each-way price in the last uh, race nine, number 12, Bandolera Bow. Sensational, mate. You enjoy tomorrow. We appreciate your time as always. Thanks very much, boys. Always a pleasure. He's a star, Riley Morgan. Pete Anthony is talking his stars. G'day, Pete. What do you make of this program in the West tomorrow on Magic Millions Day? Yeah, definitely uh, one of my more favoured meetings of the year, Gareth. Um, it always looks like one of those meetings where if you find one winner, you're probably in front or marginally in front. If you find yeah. two, you're well in front. Um, so I'll be dodging favourites throughout the day. Just just a few of these big fields without a great deal of tempo, which means you're just looking at races that might be a bit messy. They might go even faster than expected. They might also anchor drop around the, the turn. So, yeah, a couple of even races there. So, yeah, keen to place some at value. All right, then where do we start with your your specials? Well, look, if we start with race eight, which is the, the two-year-old classic, look, 
Golden Vale, I was there in the yard first up, and she has clearly grown as a type. Um, she's developed, but her figure, and this is coming off a faster run race, her figure was basically the same as what she did on debut. So that's probably the small little concern for me. Yes, there's probably some level of conditioning to come, but um, I think quite a few others in the race, they've got a bit more untapped potential than what she's shown us so far. So I think she's a, a bit of a risk there at the price. Uh, the two horses I will be playing, Angel's Impact for the Sanchez Yard. Um, it's got a weak starting price if uh, a few of the Eastern States punters want to gravitate towards that. But this horse has serious ability, and I think the race will set up well for, for that runner coming from the back of the field. And the other one is what you got for David Harrison. I've actually got this runner marked single figures, and you're getting $26. So I think that's a great price there. Angel's Impact, I think, will keep drifting, so we might even get better than the 11 on offer. So... That's race eight, number two, and race eight, number 12. Two horse play there. Oh, I love it. So just looking at the Bet365 market there for that meeting in the West at race eight, number two, um, now into $11. So that's been well supported. Um, yeah, I, I think that will continue to drift as well. I think the um, the Sandage Yard isn't necessarily one that punters are going to gravitate towards when you've got a $1.95 favourite in the field. So... Yeah, you, if you wait till late, I think you'll get a yeah. better price, Angel's Impact. And what you got into $17 now, so your followers have followed already, Pete. Um, <laughs> Very is that, good. Is that all, brother? Uh, race six, number six, multinational, one first up, last prep, same track and distance, quiet trial for Neville Parnham. Love Brad being on board first up. Um, this is a pretty talented horse and finds a good race with, again, like you're looking at the speed map, you've got other horses up there like Resonator and Never Sober. Um, they're not necessarily going to give up too much fight in the straight unless they get a perfect race shape. So I think Multinational can just sit off them, peel, um, and a lot of the back markers, they will be proper back markers in this field. So they'll have to be doing a, a power of work to be getting close to it. So look, we're getting a double-figure price again. Um, I'm anticipating the horses forward and ready to go, so I expect that price to shorten up late if I'm right. Good on you, brother. You go and get them tomorrow. Go well, Gareth.